0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of my podcast and we are talking about stories of Mahabharata and in this episode we are going to start straight up from Amba's plight. In last episode we heard how um, King of Kashi has three beautiful daughters, Amba, Ambika and Ambalika or in Sanskrit we'd call them Ambe, Ambalike, Ambe, Ambike, Ambalike, mm-hmm. very beautiful names. And the, they ha- are having a swamvar mm-hmm. where different eligible prince and eligible bachelors and all the people of the Kshatriya community are going to be witnessing mm-hmm. it. And this is the kind of swamvar where these three sisters can put a garland on any man that they wish to get married to. And that's how they'll decide who their groom would be. And the eldest sister of the three sisters, Amba, is already in love with Prince Salvea. So she has decided in her mind, she knows exactly um, the affairs of the swayamvar and how everything is going to unfold. She knows she's going to see Prince Salvea. She's going to put the garland on him and she's going to get married to him. But destiny, unfortunately, had some other plans. As Bhishma Pithama gets to know finds out that there is a swimmer happening in kashi and he's very upset because the kuru dynasty wasn't invited uh, even though vichitra Vire is of asian he is they're looking for a bride for vichitra Vire, and they're looking for the future queen of kuru dynasty so bhishma padama decides that he's going to go and attend the swayamvar despite the fact that he has no um, invite to the swayamvar. and when he walks in everybody is silent for some time and they start um, giving taunts to bhishma um, asking him why is he here and he's um, in his old age is he here to find uh, his bride now even though he took a pledge that he would never get married did he hear about the beauty of the three sisters that he got so influenced by that he's here and all of this really upsets Bhishma a lot and he's already upset because he, their whole dynasty wasn't invited so all of this enrages him and then he starts a fight with some people and then he ultimately ends up kidnapping the three sisters and taking all three of them with him and brings them to uh, Saraswati Saraswati, sorry he kidnaps all of them and then takes them to uh, Satyavati and that's when the eldest sister Amba reveals her whole story and uh, that's when uh, Bhishma apologizes and Amba goes back to prince salvia but prince salvia just doesn't want to accept amba anymore because he was defeated by Bhishma and his ego has been hurt and he does not want to be with amba anymore amba's father also doesn't want to want her to be there because bishma took him so she should be in kuru dynasty now she should be the queen of the kuru dynasty and she should marry with as per everybody that she knew in her life and where she's going, uh, there also nobody accepts her. Vichitraviri also is like, I do not want to marry her anymore because, in front of everyone, she has accepted her love for uh, salvia So, how can I marry her now? So, Amba is in a place in her mind where she has no way out. By the morning of that particular day, everything was sorted, her life is going to go a particular way. And by the evening, everything is distorted because of one person and that person is Bhishma and one wrong decision that he took, even though technically it was not even his fault because he didn't know what was in Amba's heart, but he made a mistake. So Amba is really upset with Bhishma and she wants Bhishma to marry her. Bhishma, of course, disagrees. He has taken a pledge. He will not marry her. So Amba wants Bhishma dead. She wants to kill him. She wants to find a way. And Bhishma again is like, you cannot do that either because I also have a boon given to me that I will choose when I die. So Amba again is in a very perplexed situation because there is no way out for her. And there is so much anger and there's so much frustration inside her. And that's where there is a very important lesson also that when we feel like, okay, life is going a certain way. Uh, I was watching actually the original Mahabharata uh, serial and there Krishanji says it's very beautiful. He puts like uh, random pots in above one another and then one pot falls down and everything shatters. That's when he says that we believe that life will go a certain way, but one thing goes against us and then everything just shatters, our life is in shatters. And if in that moment it is difficult, but somehow if we decide to forgive and restart button on our life and somehow try to like forgive and move on and start a life in a different place, in a different way, we can still be happy. But if we choose to have that feeling of resentment inside us, if we choose that we want to take revenge, that whole idea of revenge is going to like engulf that person's mind to such an extent that that person will not see anything else except for revenge and not only that person is going to destroy the other person's life from whom they want to take revenge but also their own life is over at that point when they decide to not let go and not forgive even though something as worse as this could have happened to them there was still a possibility that Amba might have forgiven. But in her state of mind, she did not want to do that. She wanted to find out a way to kill Bhishma. So she goes out. She tells Bhishma, I'll be back and I'll be the cause of your death. And Bhishma says, I will wait for you. So Amba goes and Amba tries to find. She meets so many Rishimunis, sages, warriors. She tells everyone what happened to her and she begs everyone to help her. But nobody is willing to help her because they understand what happened was wrong. They empathize with her but at the same time they do understand that nobody can battle bhishma and nobody can win from bhishma in a battlefield and nobody can kill bhishma even if they want to unless bhishma wants to be killed so there is absolutely no way no way out in this whole situation so everybody turns it around and in the um, and in the vedas it's described very beautifully her whole plight like amba's plight of where all she goes who all she asks and the journey that she takes it's it's filled with struggles it's filled with sorrows and ultimately one rishi tells her that she should go to Pashuram. now Pashuram is the teacher of Bhishma now remember when Ganga took Bhishma with her and she said um, she will train him and he'll be back when he's ready to be the king of the Guru dynasty, and when she took him, he was trained by Parshuram himself. Now, Parshuram is one of the avatars of, stars of um, Vishnuji himself, so of course, he's a god. And if he has ta- trained Bhishma, the Rishi says that he's the only one who will have an answer to your problem, and he's the only one who can probably convince Bhishma to take the right course of action. So Amba is like, Okay, she goes on this journey trying to find Parshuram who lives far 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 away from human civilization up above in the forest and the mountains so she takes this long journey by the time she reaches there she's hurt she's she's in pain and when she meets him Parshuram takes one look at her he blesses her and suddenly all her pain of her body of traveling for so many months to reach there everything is gone so now Maharsha Ram is also known to be an establisher of righteousness in a way that uh, he always is by the side of the person who's right and he always fights the evil and he al- always has to make sure that there is justice. Justice has always prevailed and he's known for that in mankind. He has done that in the past. He's always always made sure that anybody who's not doing wrong uh, meets his karma and righteousness must be done basically so Amba tells Parshuram what happened and actually she doesn't tell him yet she asks that she needs justice and she's come to him for justice and Parshuram is like I'm here I'm now in my state of meditation and I'm teaching my students I'm in this ashram so I'm not going to go back in a civilization and fight with people but uh, my student is there so go to Bhishma and ask him for help and this makes Amba even more angry and she's like how could you ask me to take help from Bhishma when he's the one who did everything to me like he's the reason why I'm here and Pashuram is extremely upset he cannot believe that this could have happened that his student who he taught and according to him Bhishma could never do anything wrong and he cannot believe Bhishma did this and Amba then goes through a whole... Uh, process of like um, just she just stays there, she's like I will not leave till you help me and Parshuram at the end gets convinced he has to help her now because Amba refuses to leave and he believes that okay, what happened with Amba is wrong so he comes and he speaks to Bhishma and he tries to convince Bhishma that what you did was wrong so you should break your, uh, break your promise that you took and you should marry Amba and if you don't we will have to fight each other and whoever wins, wins Bhishma, of course, cannot marry Ambash, so they both enter a fight. And this f- battle between Bhishma and uh, Parshuram is very interesting because it's a battle between a teacher and a student. And there's no end to this battle, really, because the person who taught Bhishma everything, avatar <laughs> of Vishnuji himself, and his student, who he has given all his knowledge, so he knows everything, he knows how to fight, and he's the best warrior, nobody can defeat him. So both of them uh, follow all the rules of battle uh, which is they have to uh, start the battle when the sun rises they fight during the day and they call upon different astras different weapons there are sometimes mantras that they chant to bring up different weapons and they there are arrows they keep fighting and this and then when sun sets they go back to their respective tents and they take rest and get ready for the battle next day again and this continues for almost 23 days and on 24th day when No end is seen to this battle and nobody is going to win this battle anyways, it's just going to continue. Bhishma decides that he's going to chant the mantra and evoke the deadliest, the deadliest astra which is Paraswapa and in, if we talk about today's language it would be like an atom bomb, it would destroy, it would destroy so much, like so many people would be dead Uh, like the whole country would be basically uh, destroyed in a matter of seconds. Mm -hmm. And when he's about to evoke that astra, all the Devidivtas have to come down and they have to stop this battle between Bhishma Mm -hmm. and Pashuram and they have to beg them to stop. Because if this continues, the whole mankind would come to an end. And they would be disrupting the course of nature because this is not meant to happen. So both of them stop and then Amba again... Didn't find any answers, and she goes in deep meditative state. She then it's also explained in great details what all she does. She stays still for six months in forest without food or water. Then she meditates in Yamuna River for two years. Finally, Shivji, her Mahadev, has to come and has to speak to Amba. And he comes and he asks, "What do you want? You've been calling me. What can we? What can I do?" Amba tells Shivji that she wants to kill Bhishma. So Shivji gives her a boon that, okay, you will be the cause of death of Bhishma, but not in this lifetime, in the next lifetime. And he leaves. So Amba, because she doesn't want to wait anymore, she's so eager to be the cause of death of Bhishma. She collects some logs of wood, she starts a fire, and then she just says a little prayer. That I pray for the death of Bhishma and she enters that fire just <sighs> killing herself in order to make sure that she ha- starts her next life soon so that she could be the cause of death of Bhishma. So that was wow, that was that was a lot. I feel like Amba's plight is a lot and she's definitely coming back in her next life. And later on in the series of Mahabharata, we will find out if and when she becomes she obviously will become I mean Shivji has said this <laughs> so she will become the reason of Bhishma's death but we'll find out how that happens as well and her story of her next life where she is born how she grows up all of that is very interesting and meanwhile uh, what is happening in Kuru dynasty we already have um, three sons that are born so in next episode we'll learn more about the three sons that are born in the kuru dynasty what did they end up growing up into all of that story coming up in the next episode hope you enjoyed listening to or watching to this episode i will see you in the next one bye mm-hmm.